What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number 51 of Connecting His Magic. This week, we have on the amazing Felicia Latour. She is a celebrity makeup artist, as well as a life coach, as well as a mother to two with an amazing clothing line, which you can check out on Instagram. It's called Mindful Fee, which is just Mindful F-E-E. That's the handle. Go check that out. It's a super dope line. She also has an Instagram page with over 100,000 followers where she posts really uplifting messages and wisdom and different things she's learned throughout her journey. She's an amazing soul, this one. We met randomly at a dinner in Santa Barbara, and it was like the universe kind of just helped us cross paths. We get into an amazing conversation about how she bounced back from the lowest points in her life to how to deal with difficult people to how we shouldn't be afraid to give because when we give freely, it comes back to us double, all that and a whole lot more. Excited to have you guys check this one out. Welcome, everybody, to Connection is Magic. I'm your host, Samson Shulman a former music executive turned podcaster and coach. In a world obsessed with the highlight reel and keeping our difficulties hidden behind the curtain, we end up feeling lonely and isolated and opportunities for human connection are missed. On this podcast, we dive deep with our guests and get them to share those dreaded unfiltered pieces. We learn how to make lemonade out of life's lemons and realize adversity isn't sent to break us, but rather shape us into the greatest versions of ourselves. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Now let's begin our journey back home to Connection. Welcome guys back to episode 51 of Connection is Magic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank got, you for having us. We got, I didn't me. say your name. Felicia. We're going to be, uh, I was about to do that. Hold okay, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Not got, my place, my bad. <laughs> we got We got Felicia Latour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I'm so glad I got that on the first try. Okay. Thank you so much for showing up today. Of course. You're up to some cool shit. You've done some cool shit, but you seem very like grounded. Mm-hmm. So like, is that, has that always been the case with you or are you, are you consciously like aware of, I'm not going to let my ego run away with me? Well, it's very interesting because we literally just had this conversation the other day. I was talking to somebody that has been a part of my journey for a very long time. Um, and he was congratulating me on something and I was like, thank you so much. And he gave me such a compliment. He's like, you stay true to who you are and you never switched exactly. up, you know? Exactly. And I personally think that has a lot to do with how I was raised. I grew up in Northern California mm-hmm. and I always feel like Northern California and Southern California are two different places. Very much so. It feels like California is like, we're one state, but it feels like two states in one, you know? Um, but I stay around people that are very grounded. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I choose to be around people that keep me down to earth and keep me very true to myself you know that's Mm. important to me but I also um I I like being myself I I enjoy the person that I am I enjoy the person that I'm becoming and I don't want to be anybody else (laughs) people like square one with dating is like can you enjoy your own company Mm. Mm. you feel me on that Mm -hmm. people miss that checkbox Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. and then it just sets up a house on like a shitty foundation yeah, I, I definitely think it's like building a house on a shitty foundation is never good because it's going to end up crumbling at some point. You might want to make sure that it's right 100%. and solid, you know? Yeah. 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 And uh, so, yeah, that's a good message to put out there. But but we, <laughs> but we went tangential for a second. So I feel like uh, back to the, back to the storyline about the Bay and L.A. and not being different. So what are some other highlights uh, like the, of the differences between the Bay and, and L.A.? Well, I feel like there's a lot less distraction. We can start there. You know, Mm -hmm. I think 
there's a lot less distraction. There's a lot less celebrity and like this idea mm. of of life. People you know? more like you tend to find more real people there. Would you say? Yeah, but I feel like the core, like like the people that I kick it with in L.A. Because mm. I moved here when I was 17, so I feel like. LA has uh, raised me in my adulthood. Um, the people that I'm around, they're very down to earth as well. It's very similar energy, you know, I, sure. which is why I think a lot of people think that I'm from LA and I'm like, no, I'm from <laughs> up there. Um, but the, the core of LA is down to earth. It's, it's yeah. very real. It's very authentic. It's very cultured. It's mm. very inspiring. It is, you know? right? But at first I think also I was being led by ego cause I was mm. just like, I don't like it, but I was looking at the superficial side, which yeah. I still don't like, yeah. but I don't play in that arena. Any metropolitan city, mm -hmm. they got multiple teams in different sports playing sometimes on the same night or d different nights, whatever. Mm -hmm. You got your baseball, your baseball team, you got your basketball team, you got your football team. And I'm like, I'm just not interested in football. Like, I'm a baseball guy. Period. So I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's per like, period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's yeah. so much opportunity here yeah. that it's like if you're choosing to only focus on like Hollywood, because that's really what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right now, yeah. This like superficial idea of like reality. Yeah. Um, I feel like when you focus on that, it's like, of course you're not going to like it. It's hard to keep up with it because it's not real. <laughs> no, not at all. I've met some of those people and, and, and there seems to be a sadness there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, trust me. I know. <laughs> you know, you know well, what I'm talking about. Well, it, it's, it's interesting because so my career now that I do with uh, Mindful Fee, which is just a community that I've built where I just exercise this idea of mindfulness through everything that we're doing, being aware of how you feel, like addressing how you feel mm -hmm. instead of just ignoring it. You know, sure. if I feel sad, like ask yourself, why do I feel sad right now? You mm -hmm. know, and really getting down to the root. Cause sometimes we don't even stop and give ourselves enough respect to like, be like, let me check in on me today. What I'm doing in my career with Mindful Fee, I think I was very led and inspired because I started out as a celebrity makeup artist. I was doing it. I started doing that when I was 19. Mm. And um, the biggest thing was when I was doing these beautiful women makeup, like they have cars and money and clothes and, you know, like all the things. But when somebody there's nothing like when somebody's like bare face and you just see them sitting in this chair and you can see their whole entire soul, their whole entire spirit, them feeling empty, feeling sad. And I was just like, oh my God, this is all an illusion. A lot of it is an illusion. Not all of it, but a lot of it is an illusion. And they're just like playing the game. But I think also um, pivoting back to the the original thing that you said is I also think it's really scary to switch lanes, you know? So just because somebody um, may have this like new realization of, I don't know, this new realization of like, I no longer want to, you know, entertain and, and do this, but it's like, who are it's, you without that? Yeah. yeah you, have you, to know? Die. you have to die. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like, I mean, I did that. Like we're wired not to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. But I think also elaborate on like die. Like I, I think we're both saying like death of like the ego. Hell you yeah. know what I mean? Hell yeah. yeah. This is like my reason for existing and I'm going to let go of that. What? It's really scary. Dude, I was there. It took me like five years to move through that shit. <laughs> like, I, I mean, seriously, I was like, Man, I went through some dark times. You what did know? you, well, how did you get, how did you move through it? I mean, I literally had to leave LA uh, maybe like 2016. I had nothing left in the tank mm. and I couldn't play the game anymore. I, I interviewed a producer who like, 
hit some real lows and kind of bounce back. And he's like, I couldn't play the game anymore. And I was Man. like, yo, that's right here. I couldn't For play real. the game anymore. Yeah, it's, it's that, you know? that waking up. Yeah. 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 And, and, and then, but who am I without that game? Because I played that sport, that game, if you will, you know. For Especially like, if you get good at the game. Damn, that's right. Yeah. And I had, you know, I built my little Rolodex up and I was doing my little thing. And, and, and like, mm-hmm. it was just, I mean, yo, dude, I worked on Thanksgivings. I, I literally worked for like five Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. I was like a hustler at all times. I abandoned myself, my soul for my ego. So I was left with just like, Ooh, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like if your friend did you wrong and then you're sitting in a room with your friend that did you hella wrong. <laughs> like That was my life, bro. Mm-hmm. I was in Michigan living at my uncle's place. He was widowed. He had this big ass house there. And I was literally, that was a great, that was a great way to put it. I was just mm-hmm. sitting there with my friend that did me wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, and, I, and we had to make peace. It's very, <laughs> yeah. And it's that, yeah. And it's very scary. It's like so uncomfortable. I remember one time I was coming out of a situation. Um, it was in a relationship actually. And I was in the shower and I was just crying because I felt so guilty mm. about the fact that I abandoned my whole entire life to exist in this person's world. And when I was coming back, I realized I was watering this one plant but all my other plants were like low key dying. And when I say other plants, it's, you know, my relationship with, you know, it, let's say it's a family member or, or, you know, me taking myself to like go to the beach and have one on one time with me. I lost myself in somebody else wow. and in something else, you know. So mm. I think also when we're coming out of this, like waking up, it's like guilt and all this shit comes on top of it, you know. With yourself. Yeah. I literally like yeah. boohooed and I had to tell myself like, yo, I'm so sorry and I will never do that again. I will never, I will never do that again. But I think it's because we get so caught up in this game, you Mm. know? Yeah. Same thing. I was working all the time, like going home to Northern California is not that it's not Michigan. You know what I mean? It's not that far. I could literally get in my car and go and, you know, visit my family, but I would just be so like caught up in it or so caught up in what everybody else was doing that it's like low-key like FOMO you know yeah, yeah. I'm like FOMO what if anything girl you FOMO in your whole damn life over here you know so it's it's interesting and sometimes it's tricky because yeah. from the outside it does look good from the outside it does make sense but how do you really feel when you stop for me that was like a four-year process right where I was just straight pitch black you know what I mean where I literally had to like, why am I here? Why am I here type shit? Mm. You know what I mean? It was like real, real heavy. Plus I had health mm. problems. Plus I, plus I didn't have my career no more. Plus I was like, you know, one inch away from bankruptcy and like had so much debt. And it was like everything kind of happened at once. Oh, and I got in a car accident at the same time on the 10. I was rear-ended. Like literally like when you get, when you get obliterated like that, mm. um, there's, although Nobody would want to go through that. Like any one of those things, everybody would do everything in their power to avoid going mm-hmm. through. But when you get hit all at once with that, yo, it opens up a whole new portal. Caterpillar to butterfly shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. And now I feel lighter, happier, healthier. Like I'm able to connect better with others. Like it's, it's like you crazy, you, dude. It's and crazy. I, that's the thing I like about life is like you have to go through those really hard moments to like wake up. But we you know all what fight. I mean? the, we have, we fight the hell out of them. Yeah, but then there's moments where it's like you don't have control. Now I need you to move out the way. You're trying to control it. Well. This wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God has to sledgehammer you. Period. Yeah, he like... <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Uh, you're kind of wasting my time. You're, you're not getting all the hints I'm sending you. Let me just go ahead and uh, there it is. move. There yeah. it is. Yo, yeah. it's a big plan. I got other shit to do. Let me just let me just crack yeah. you open real quick, and then I'll move on to the next person. Yeah. 
I have put money front and center in my life. I'm like, I want to, I want to build wealth. I want, I want more money so that I can, I can bless more people so that I can be a blessing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I really feel that deep in my soul. And you know, when I met you, you were so sweet. You're like, yo, I got like, you picked up dinner. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like, tell me what your thoughts are on that. Have you always done shit like that? Have you always kind of wanted to bless other people? Because I'm very, very motivated by that right now. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we should talk about that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's very interesting. So I grew up in a single mother home and money was kind of like always a problem. Mm -hmm. We always had lack or this idea of lack of. Scarcity, scarcity. Absolutely. So... Um, that's something that I learned over time. I think I learned that actually from my children's father, he's always the type of him and his mother, always the type that like, I got the bill, I got this because Mm. they believe in this idea that there's more than enough and there's always going to be, it's always going to come. So when I saw them practicing that and I always saw more coming in, um, I, it just helped me to understand like, oh, this concept, this idea is real. So I began to do that as well. Did you Um, notice a big change when you started doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You started to get blessed more. Absolutely. Like off top. Yeah. I believe that everything is energy. You know, I think that money is energy, us exchanging energy, everything is energy. So I think that on social media, I give out so much good energy and I help so many people in life that it comes back in different ways, such as form as like money or health or like, you know, all these things. So opportunities yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. exactly so when it comes back I feel like it's my duty to keep it circulating because I also believe that like when it comes to energy if you try and stop it especially with money people like I gotta hold on to this Mm -hmm. there's not enough Mm -hmm. then how are you ever gonna get more because you're not like practicing stagnating it's stagnating everything moves yeah yeah moving exactly like that literally it's really funny so um the next morning after that we woke up and somebody bought something from my shop and it was like the same amount as dinner. So it came back like that, like really fast. Yeah. That's crazy. And I told Mike and I was like, Oh, there goes dinner. And he just started laughing. Cause it's like little stuff like that would happen to me like all the time. It took me a long time to practice that. I didn't understand that. And I would kind of have anxiety about it. Cause I would hold on to money and I was always yeah. wondering like why I couldn't get more, you well, know, it's like the old tapes you had right. Growing up as a kid. Right. Yeah. I just had a hypnotherapy session on, on money. Like I'm really trying to, go hard with this and i'm like a lot of the tapes we get to are uh bad money tapes are from society too i mean like oh like if you have too much you're greedy i'm I'm saying this a lot now so i'm gonna manifest this but i want the bentley suv Mm -hmm. just because i think it's like a a work of art i think it's dope it's not like on some flex shit even i just think it's it's like driving you just want it for you (laughs) it's like driving a painting to me okay cool i like that yeah it's like driving a painting driving a painting it is so i I like that what i'm saying thank you so what i'm saying though is like why can't i do that and like go give to like eight charities. Why can't I do that? You can. But the messaging ain't that. So you, are you with me on mm-hmm. this? The messaging, you're greedy. Mm-hmm. No, no, you drive that car, you're greedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think also that's coming from people that like don't really understand that money is just energy. They think it's mm. like money is money. It's like, oh, mm. you don't really get it. Like, you know, like you're not yeah. really understanding. But I feel you because I've definitely struggled with that. And there's times that like 
I'll be winning and I feel bad. Like, mm. oh shoot. Like from my company now. Um, so I have, my, so basically I have my two businesses. So I still will do my makeup artistry and like some of my clients and I'll still do influencing. So just like brand partnerships. Yep. And then Mindful Fee is like its whole separate business. Mm -hmm. But I don't even pay myself out of Mindful Fee. Like I'll pay like my staff and, you know, I'll pay for like when we need supplies and inventory or whatever. But I still like eat off of my other stuff. I'm circulating my own shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like a battery regenerating itself or something. Yeah. It's like, yo, this is coming in here. It's given to that. And it's going back around. Yeah. So many people are really not aware of what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. They don't even have, they haven't like, they haven't like sort of like woken up to mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, that they're not aware of the shit. Yeah. And it's like sabotaging them. Yeah. And it's like, the more money you have, like the more your kind of soul can express itself mm. is beautiful, man. Mm. And I'm like, man, that's much healthier. I wish I got that message when I was like nine, yeah. 10 years old. Like, give me that message. Yeah. Like whatever your gift is at the yeah. core of your heart, I believe that that's what you're supposed to do. And there's ways for you to make money doing that. So mm. with me, it's like makeup artistry. Um, you know, we create content like with art in any way that I can express. Literally today we picked up these flowers and I'm like pull over on the side of the road. We're going to take pictures. But it's like, that is a part of what we're doing. That's like building everything up. And I'm like, but I love flowers. I love clothing. Ooh. I love, I love, and, I, and then I'm able to yeah. share it with other people. I love to speak life into people and speak yeah. positive words yeah, and tell same. people that you got it. Same. But I found a way to make money off of doing those things because it's still energy. I'm still giving you a piece of myself, a piece Ooh. of my soul. And I think 2020 helped us to like get a little more tapped into who are we are. Are you kidding, bro? 2020 was the microwave. <laughs> The yeah, God was like, yo, the microwave yeah. for waking people up. like, everybody get in. Everybody yeah. just go ahead and yeah. just run it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I feel like pe more people are waking up. And I think also more people are feeling comfortable and confident enough to use their voice, you know? Mm. For the longest time... Yeah. Um, I, I think that's also why my following is just so I love my community, my mindful fee community. They're just super supportive and they keep me going with their energy. Mm -hmm. But for the longest time, I was like one of the only influencers on Instagram actually telling the truth about my life. I was talking about postpartum depression. I've always kind of been very like vocal about my journey. Mm -hmm. I'm just not ashamed of it because it's made me who I am and I'm just not ashamed of it. So I would talk about like mental health stuff within my family and like their drug use and just all of these things. And I think a lot of people there, people were afraid to tell the truth or like afraid of like judgment, but I don't think I was even judging myself. So it was easy for me to express myself in that space, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. This podcast called Connection is Magic, right? And you can only kind of connect and be seen when you like drop the, the facade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Drop the facade. Like, yo, this is what it is. Um, you know, good, bad, ugly, all that shit. Mm -hmm. So for you, I feel like, you know, what was one of the hardest chapters that you made it through? Because I just shared mine with you and like, oh, dude, how much I learned and how much that grew me and how I'm this, I'm this version of myself today. I owe that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what I owe it to. Mm -hmm. So for you, if you don't mind, think of like a one of the hardest chapters and, and tell us like maybe what you got out of it. Yeah. How did it become a gift to you? Oh, I feel like I have lots of hard chapters, but I feel yeah. like there's more recent ones, but I think that the hardest chapter that I'm now realizing was a hard chapter was probably, um, growing up in our household. So it was me, my mom, and then I had my brother, and my sister and when I was younger, like seven, so around my, when, when my sister was born, there was my, my aunt, my two uncles, my brother, um, my grandmother. And 
losing them and when I say losing them they're still physically here but like you know losing them to drug use I feel Mm. like that part was really hard Mm. and I don't think that I knew how hard it was until now that I'm an adult and now that I'm healing I didn't realize how much that was um how much I took on, you know what I mean? And then also like, imagine like my mom, she's going through that stuff by herself and still raising all three of us. So that came with this own like trauma and stuff, you know? So I think that it's probably like, that's the thing that always keeps me going. That's the thing that has like molded me. That's the thing that makes me um, speak so positively as often as possible um, within like everything that I'm doing. It's the reason why I do what I do, you know, mm. is like hope. I, I think that's kind of all we really had at that time. You know, my brother, he's still, he's schizophrenic. So he still deals with like drug mm. use and stuff. And then like my auntie Tasha, she's like, my favorite auntie, same exact thing, you know? And do you, do you keep a boundary up with them at this point in your adulthood or will you still try and connect? Well, it's interesting. So they're to a space where like they don't, um, you know, sometimes when you get that deep, you don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be bothered, That's facts. you know? Yeah. And, but I'm so, I always say I'm so grateful for my kids because my kids teach me to have boundaries. They teach me to have limits because it's like, how can I take on these other things, you know what I mean? These other problems when it's like, I have two kids to raise now. I can't do that. Mm, so literally my children mean, right? are like my little angels. You know what I mean? Got because it. it's like, I can't take anymore. I have two little ones, but they also like, you know, when, they, when they're doing like drug use and stuff, they don't want to be bothered. They're ashamed. You know what I mean? They, they don't, they're not like Amazing. knocking on my door, exactly. but I was always the one going back into like the hood and trying to find like, where's my auntie Tasha? Like wow. asking my cousins, like, you know, where's my brother? Have you guys seen my grandmother? Like, you know, I would always be the one to go back and I didn't, I just didn't realize what I was doing, but I always believed in this idea of like, I have to be a light in a dark space. Who else is going to go in, you know? And my grandmother would tell me all the time. She was like, you're one of the main reasons why I stopped using drugs. Like you came back and you helped me. Yeah. So beautiful. we agree that going through difficult experiences, it births gifts. Mm-hmm. So, so now as an adult on mm-hmm. the other side of that, what are your gifts as a result? Mm, I feel like just having the the bandwidth to like stretch and expand, you know what I mean? To be able to take on a lot of things, to be able to feel like it's it allows me to like take on so much. Like, okay. you know, it okay. just allows me to like. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I see you as being really resourceful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what maybe gave you the gift of your resourcefulness mm-hmm. was you were kind of like sounded like your childhood was really choppy. And so now as an adult, like you can handle these choppy waters. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because a lot of people, they'll like look at me and they're like, oh, your life. And I'm like, yeah, but you have no idea like what I have to do to like get right here and like smile like this and talk like this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So as a positive person, right, which... Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a positive person. How do you, how do you handle your, you know, how do you handle your hard days? Like, you know, do you, do you give yourself that space then? Do you, do you, do you, do you shut it off, you know, for a day and be like, man, today is, you're human. We're human at the end of the day. I mean, we're very positive people, but we're human. So do you let yourself have that day? Hell yeah. Yeah. And I'll like call my friends like last week, me, her and I were like crying Mm -hmm. because we were both going through like very similar things. And I'm just like. I'll be cussing and I'll be negative and I'll like, it's literally, but those days are very like, they're very rare, but they come and I let them come. And I literally tell myself like, 
you're still a human. Show yourself listen, grace. Listen, listen. Right, right, right. there's, 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 there's people that you look up to, right? Yeah. I look up to people too. Mm-hmm. If one of those people you look up to was like, I got, I, I don't have any bad days. Yeah. You'd be like, I don't look up to you anymore because <laughs> I feel like you're not being real with me. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know I've, I've mean? dealt with yeah. people like that, and I'm, and it literally made me be like, I Mm-mm. can't do it because. How was every day a good no, day? No, 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 no. You're a human being. They're too Stop up in it. the ego or whatever it is, mm. but that's just not real. Ooh, I so. like that. Too up in the ego. Yeah. That's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> yeah. I never thought, I never looked at it like that. I'm just like, you're weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> They're just not ready yet. Mm. I think it takes, it's, it's society has it twisted too. Like, I think it takes way more courage to have a real ass conversation than it does to stay behind the curtain. Yeah. Am I right? Absolutely. But we like reward people for like staying behind the curtain because they look all perfect or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that shit, that, that's like easy. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to not let yourself be seen. Right? It's easy to like, pretend. They say people can choose to come in here to mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Of course I have two kids. Does it? Okay. Yeah. So they chose to, you know, we chose to like come, come here at this particular time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm to do something. Mm-hmm. And so going back to bringing it full circle, you're like, we get paid to just be ourselves. Do what you're supposed to do. What you what came here for. Here, what you came here for, just to be yourself. You're making money. Yeah. It's already written is, is really like it in a nutshell. Like it's literally already written and it's, it's a trip because the more and more that I am myself, the more, the more, the more and more that I embrace myself, the more and more that I work through trauma and healing mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I actually do the work, the alignment is crazy. That's it's crazy. Like I'll say something beautiful. like I want, you know, I, I feel it in my spirit that we're ready for like an office or like a storefront. I'll say it, pray on it. I'll just keep thinking about it. And literally like less than a month, it'll just like boop right there. And then when I do it, it's like, I have to do these steps, but everything is just so much grace. Like it just Mm -hmm. aligns and nothing has worked out as perfectly. And just because I'm saying perfect doesn't mean it's still not a challenge. You know what I mean? Some people get that twisted, but like, it just, everything aligns and it matches. That's why I was like, I love you here. (laughs) But I have days where I'm like, ah, Sorry, I know it's loud. That's, <laughs> That's funny, man. Do you think that we actively need to do things to keep that channel clear? Heck yeah. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Heck cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that I've been in therapy consistently for a little over a year now. Beautiful. And I feel that's a very big thing for me that keeps that channel clear. I think prayer keeps that channel clear. I think being mind, the mindfulness that we're talking about and really listening to my intuition and honoring my intuition, mm-hmm. especially as a woman, we have different, I would say we have different superpowers. And a lot of times I think that's a bar, you know, I'm that's like, a bar. I think a lot of times, like, first of all, the, the, the society really has taught women to deny themselves of their powers off top. I think a lot of my work is like reminding women of like, Hey sis, you got butterfly wings on. Make sure that you open them and you use them. They're on your back. Whenever you're ready, just go ahead and activate. And that's a lot of my work within Mindful Fee is like reminding women of that, you know? So listening to your intuition and and just the honoring part is like, and it's super scary. Mm. It's scary. Like we just got this new office and I was just like, oh my God, I'm afraid. But I'm like, what are you afraid of? Listen to your intuition and just go. So I just had to honor and lean in. And I'm like, oh, what was I even scared of this whole time? And it always works out. Yeah. Did you explore what you were afraid of? Was it like, oh, now it's an extra expense or whatever? Like, was it on that level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on that level. It was very uh, not things of the spirit. It's just fear. Mm. It's just fear. 
It was just me second guessing myself. It's like, and the, I'm like, in the expense, you can afford it. Can You're I, fine. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. This is great. Like, I've been saying this a lot lately. Like, I think fear makes for a fuck GPS system. Hmm. <laughs> you Absolutely. know what I mean? So whatever you're going to decide yeah. in life, and I think this is a valuable message to put out there and just piggyback on what you said. It's like anybody listening, if you need to make a big decision and you feel like yourself caught up in fear, do whatever you can to diminish that fear before you make that big decision. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'm always trying to get to what's the next level that I can get to. And when I say the next level, it's like the next level of freedom and creativity and Soul peace and openness. Almost, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like all the trauma shit. Like I just want to weed it off. That's Beautiful. what they, I think they, they call it. It's like peeling an onion in every layer, you know? And I'll tell my therapist like, yo, I'm getting really good at this. Mm. She's like, I see you. You're, I'm proud of you. Like That's it's amazing. Dope. Yeah. It's That's super incredible. dope. And now, and now like you can enjoy your own company. Yeah. Cause I feel like when you don't peel that onion, I feel it, man, I couldn't, you know, it's like they say you're always alone, but you're only lonely if you don't like the person you're with. Mm. I thought that shit was so dope. Mm. Cause it's like, it's like until you start doing that work, it's like soul knows. Mm -hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Soul knows. Mm -hmm. So if you're like buried under all your trauma, all your trauma, all this, all that, it's going to be very upsetting to your soul Mm -hmm. and it's going to have effect on how you show up in the world, Mm -hmm. whether you realize it or not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The work is so worth it. Like, hell yeah, this shit is hard, right? <laughs> it's heck hard. But it's like, it's like going into the, it's no different than going in the gym, like physically speaking yep. and busting your ass in the mm-hmm. gym. It's like, you've been in the gym, right? I see some people, I'm like, God, they're like, like finely tuned sports cars. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You've seen those people in the gym, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, cool. But, but that level of dedication is what got them there. And now they're just moving about freely and feeling healthy in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like on the inside. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I change generally just by making observations. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like if you tell somebody you got to change, mm-hmm. that shit usually doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like if, 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 if you see something or something that inspires you, it's like, oh shit, like maybe I can approach this differently. Something's just super powerful about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I feel like I'm like a visual, I think it's like, I'm a visual learner. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. Like going back to the conversation about like the money, I'm watching other people practice it. I'm like, well, shoot, I want more too. So let me just go ahead and. How do you handle outgrowing certain friendships? I think that's interesting, mm-hmm. you know, or relationship. Yeah. You know, how do you deal with that? Well, <laughs> let me tell you this. Yeah this idea that I have and it's a very amazing idea mm-hmm. and I, I believe it. So I feel like as humans, we're a giant refrigerators and it's like we're a, a refrigerator is like a giant magnet, right? So imagine you're going out of town and you have all these magnets all over the fridge and there's, there's no more space. You go to, you go to Tulum and you come back and you can't put your new Tulum magnet on there because there's so many other magnets. So you have to start taking some of them off so you can start putting the new stuff in the things that's going to like, what if they're brighter? So it's like all the, you can't fit everything on it. It's like, I need to take off some old shit and put some new shit in like you know you want a new car but you only have you only have a four four car garage you want to buy a fifth car where are you gonna put the car you gotta get you gotta get rid of something you know get rid of something so you can expand and you can drive that Bentley truck you know that's just what it is I feel like that's life is like you have to you have to grow you know <laughs> that was like some sniper rifle shit like that <laughs> like, this is like Again, high fives on that shit. I hope that's like chapter one of your book, what you said right there, because that shit was fucking wavy to me. 
you want to hear some other shit that's mm-hmm. kind of like in the same line of what you said? Mm-hmm. So like do this with your hands. Where do your, where do your hands naturally clasp? Like w- with your thumbs. W- w- tell me where your thumbs. Is the right thumb over the left thumb or is the left thumb over the right thumb? Right over left. Okay, now flip that real quick. Feels weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but they were, it feels uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. But then like somebody told me that showed me this. Like, you know, if you just sit there for like 15 minutes, like yeah. that shit goes away yeah. and, I, and, and you adjust. So. Yeah. Dang, this is so in line with life right now. Yeah. I was literally, I'm going to bring in my therapist probably the rest of this conversation. But I was telling her, because basically with, with my company, I've been working from home, you know. And so I have two small kids and my grandmother is there as well. And I have like a fairly decent sized home. It's comfortable. And um, we have like an open loft space. But we're releasing collections like once a month. And so the invent, like everything is just growing, growing, yeah. growing to where I literally can't even walk into a loft space anymore. So I was like, it's time. Like this is the indication that it's time to grow. And I'm asking God for so much, you know, like I want to be able to drop journals and pins. Like I want to give so much to my community and offer just amazing things to help them grow on a new level outside of clothing. So I'm like, okay. If I do that, I need a bigger territory. Like I literally, where am I going to put this stock? So that's when I was just like, okay, it's time to go. And it's time to find, you know, like an office space, a creative space, place that I can hold inventory, place I can do fulfillment, a place where people can just come and be. So I was telling my therapist, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable in the small space. I've outgrown this space and I need to grow and go. And I told her when I went into the new office, I was just like, this is 1200 square feet. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I was overwhelmed because it was, I felt like it was too much space. And she was like, no, now the floodgates are open for everything you want to just like go. But even though it's uncomfortable to be in this tight space, it's, it's also not so uncomfortable to where I don't want to move to this bigger space. Cause I'm just like, now I get to expand I got that. another step towards freedom. That's beautiful. I, was saying. I think that's why I really enjoy growing online like yeah. publicly yeah. is because there's so many women that are like dude i've watched you from when you were just mm, they saw sharing or when you were when you were talking about your depression and now we see where you're at and it's like it's so inspiring and i'm like and i'm just living my life out loud i'm just trying and i'm not afraid to be like i fucking suck at this thing i'm really good at this thing you know i lack here but i'm great there like i'm just i'm not afraid to just tell the truth about what it is or like sometimes it's like I can be a little snappy sometimes or I can be super cool and calm like I'm not afraid to show the yin and the yang it's like that's who we are so yo timing in life is everything I just want to like that's what's coming to me right now timing in life is everything and like you just got to trust like when you start to see the pieces kind of come together for you and and based on like what you've seen it's like you can trust in God and the universe Mm -hmm. to bring you the rest because you've already seen it yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like entrepreneur life is because it literally forces me to like practice faith. And I so can, much I can trust, so backtrack much of like, wait, when I went there last time, it worked I, out fine. But it seemed like it was a bad, it seemed like, oh shit, I'm in a corner. Didn't you ever, yeah. I mean, every entrepreneur Heck has that. Yeah. Yeah, like, but Heck then, yeah, but then I mean, a way opens up and then you start to just build this faith and this confidence and this trust and, and there's a momentum to it. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. my car's moving really fast right now. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel too. And then my homegirl today, I was telling her about the office and she was just like, look, we don't ask no questions when things start moving faster. We just go. No, I, I'm not even asking you no questions. I'm just, thank you, God. <laughs> you just start going, you know? It's like the momentum. There's no time to stop and overthink. And if you do overthink, have a moment and keep it pushing or have people around you that tell you like, 
come on, we got this. Let's go. Like, you know, I think a big thing to also share with like the audience is that a support system is everything. Everything. 100%. When you talk about when you talk about that connection to God or you talk about meditating, you talk about being in nature, I put your immediate circle is just is right there equal to those things. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Do you have any questions for me? (laughs) Well, because you're pretty you're a pretty like curious person yourself aren't you like yeah. you, you when you when you connect with people you ask questions yeah i feel yeah my grandmother's like give that, me a question so I feel like okay so i think one of my biggest questions with you is like what makes you so curious i asked mm. you this on instagram the other day too in your dm like what i want to know what your st- like what's your story why? yeah like, why? what's your why what's your why yeah because i think connection is magic yeah i think like when we strip away all the shit and are able to connect with somebody in a real way with like the curtains pulled, I, that shit just brings me like joy. It's almost like I'm, like, I'm about to get real spiritual for a second, but you know, we're born here and we're like black, white, Latino, Asian, like we're born mm-hmm. here. I really think we're all one thing. Yeah. I think before we got here, we were all one thing. Sure. And then we got here and then we split and then f- f- some fucked up reason, like human minds split us up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think when I'm able to just stay curious and really connect with your soul, mm-hmm. it gets me back to that place where we're all one thing. But what got me to that place, I think, was um, first it was music, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, yo, uh, people are just so honest. Mm-hmm. Artists I listen to, mm-hmm. right? If you, if you listen to J. Cole, if you listen to Kendrick, um, those two in particular, they're, mm-hmm. they're very honest. And um, I'm like, man, that, that just, it reminds me of like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. We're more connected. We're all more connected as souls than, than we remember. So music. And then, um, and then when I was like in my like late teens, early twenties, I actually, you know, what Alcoholics Anonymous is. Of course. Right. So I had a problem, not with alcohol. My thing was with gambling, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, when I was 17 to 23, but they got rooms just like Alcoholics Anonymous mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. So I was going and I was hearing people like just dr- strip away everything mm-hmm. and just be like, yo, this is, this is what, yeah, this is what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, that shit was like a breath of fresh air. I was like, that's amazing that they're so open because I just want to, I just want to be, co- when I'm connected it there's a certain sense of peace for me that comes like with being conne- feeling connected to my mm-hmm. fellow souls. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, I think society has us more split up and isn't promoting connection as much. Yeah. It's you like know? there's there's no. I just want to get back to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a very exciting, like liberating feeling when you meet like another tribe member that was like connected. Like I say, in another realm, you know, it's like, like, oh my God, I see you. You hey. alluded to that. And do yeah. you think we had that moment when we first met? Like we kind of both were aware that we came from this place yeah. where we were all one. I, I think so. Yeah. And then come yeah. down to the human shit, split yeah. us up. I think, I think we covered a lot of good ground today, man. I'm excited yeah. to get this one out there. Um, and let's just keep doing what we do. Keep showing up to be who we're here to be. And then, and then the paper, the cheddar will follow. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> Always. Just, that's what Let we me say. get another vibe on that. Because yes. I'm big on that right now. Yeah. I'm, 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 I really know that in order for my soul to expand, we go, we go on wealth. Yeah. We, we go, we got to go wealth. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to yeah. say one last thing on that. I believe that as long as you're focused on helping people, everything else will flow. Mm. It's like the money is going to flow. The more and more that I help people, the more money that I make. The more that I focus on helping people, yep. all the other stuff works itself out period yeah that's Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. well thank you it's a pleasure to be on this journey with you felicia thanks for coming through you're so welcome thank you for having me thank you for all the work that you do you're you inspire me i literally 
was watching your videos the other day on Instagram, watching the interview with the artist that you used to manage. And I was just so inspired by your guys' conversation and ins- very inspired by your vulnerability, you know? Thank so, you. and when you said J. Cole, I'm like, no wonder why, no wonder why I love him. Because J. Cole is so vulnerable. <laughs> he is. I really, he's my favorite rapper. It's just refreshing, right? It's, it's you very know what refreshing. I mean? yeah. Yes, which is why yeah. I feel like he's my friend. And 100%. a f- super funny story. One time we were at, when this is when I would go out, we were at a club and somebody was like, J. Cole's here. And I literally told one of my homegirls, I was like, girl, I will be right back. Went to go find him in the club. And I literally went up to him and I was like, I just have to let you know, I feel like we're friends and I'm one of your biggest fans. I just needed to say that. It's like, oh, cool. Thank you. And I'm like, all right, bye. I was like, but I feel like I needed to just come tell my friend like, hey. That's amazing. Yo, that's amazing. I hope this conversation has uh, taught, you know, helped some people. And where can they find you on socials? Social, you can find me Felicia Latora, which is my personal page. You can see my kids and all like the things. And then Mindful Fee, it's Mindful, one L, F double E. Um, that's my like business page. We make money off of our lives. So everything is everywhere. It's just, it's just so natural. Yeah. I love how natural it is. We complicate things with this mind. Man. We can. But it's so natural. It's yeah. effortless. I love that. Oh, wait. I have one more bar. Yeah. Okay. Drop it. So I think we talked about this at dinner. When I was taking acting classes, yeah. my teacher was like, you have to make sure that you're operating from a space like of here, your mm. heart, that our brains are just to do like you know um two plus two equals four that's what you use your brain for but whenever you're trying to like make a decision um like based off of how you feel you have to operate from here like how do you feel about it so to know the difference between like making decisions don't always go here go here amazing all right thank you so much for coming on today and um and we hope we hope you enjoyed and see you next episode thank you thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode it really means the world to me If you heard anything relatable that created new awareness for you, please visit our podcast on iTunes and leave a rating or review. This helps build our audience. Please comment, like, and share this episode out with your family, friends, coworkers, or anyone who you feel would benefit from the messages shared in today's episode. I'm really, really grateful for your help in spreading these messages of hope and wisdom. The world is in such great need right now, and your support helps carry the message onward to others who need it. Also, please consider becoming a monthly financial contributor to the podcast. You can do so by visiting connectionismagic.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Patreon is a third-party platform which helps support creators in exchange for exclusive content and offers. You'll be able to get discounted merchandise like comfy hoodies, t-shirts, as well as retreat discounts where we'll have special guest speakers and group activities to connect you with like-minded community members. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, please stay connected.